0: There's an excellent book called Man's Search for Meaning, and uh, Viktor Frankl is a psychiatrist or was a psychiatrist who was in a concentration camp, and he said the only way he thrived is he put space between the stimulus and response. Welcome back to the High Impact Physician Podcast. Today's episode is part three of Sandy's conversation with Dr. Sindra Kampoff, a mental performance expert and coach. Today, they're covering the power of responding instead of reacting and a specific way to help you lead others through the coronavirus pandemic, and this is based on someone's strategy who survived a concentration camp during the Holocaust. I think you're going to find this episode super valuable and interesting. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) That's awesome. In my book, I have an acronym called CAR, and this I try to break it down to something super practical that we all need, right? Right. I've gotten in my way way too many times and and even this right. week I've lived in fear for a little while and whoa I had to get my back my mind back to the present. So the acronym is CAR. C just stands for catch it and you got to pay attention to what what you're focused on to even be able to change it, right? So that mosquito is um is it would be what you just got to catch. And then the A yeah. stands for address it and there's two um, I'd break it down to two schools of thought on this, more of like a cognitive behavioral approach where you can talk back to the thought, you know, tell yourself really what you want want to believe about yourself or the situation. Or you can take more of a mindful approach where, you know, you don't have to believe everything you think and you can just kind of let the thought move out of your mind like a passing cloud or a car going by, kind of that idea. Um, And then R just means, can you refocus back in the present? And um, I have seen way too many people living in the the future right now, full of fear and anxiety. Um, And it's easy to live there. I I saw Elon Musk tweet this this week. He said, fear is a mind killer. And I was like, ooh, that's really good, right? Um, And we don't want to kill our mind. We want to instead really take care of that, Uh, pay attention to how you're feeling, use these strategies inside of your, uh, you know, within you like breathing or um, meditation that you can use or self-talk, um, to really help you be resilient and uh, and and to respond, not react in this moment.
1: So good. So good. Respond, not react. That's great. Yeah. You know, one of the things we've been talking around um, in different ways, and so I'm, I'm just sort of entering this conversation from like another perspective, is this whole notion that physicians... Um, they're not used to working in an environment with so many unknowns. They've been trained to diagnose, to you know, prescribe an intervention, heal people, do really complex work, deep work, um, but they haven't been equipped to work with so many unknowns. Talk to us a little bit more about any other strategies to manage and lead through change.
0: Um, excellent. I think um, a couple of things is in terms of leadership uh, in terms of let's, I'll break this question down into two ways, ways that you can lead yourself and the ways you can lead others. And I'll start with like leading yourself. And what I just said about, um, putting, you know, responding, not reacting. There's an excellent book called man's search for meaning. And, uh, Viktor Frankl is a psychiatrist or was a psychiatrist who was in a concentration camp. And he said the only way he thrived is he put space between the stimulus and response and so I want you to think about the stimulus right now is the virus is about how people are reacting to the virus. Um, the spread of the virus is the stimulus. We cannot control that personally. Um, but we can, that's the stimulus. We can control our response to it and we can put space in between the stimulus and response. So let's say the stimulus might also be like a, a, a patient who is just full of anxiety and fear. Um, you can put space between that person and how you're responding. You can do that with a deep breath. You can do that with um, self-talk, just by noticing where your mind is and taking some time. So that's one thing I would encourage about, um, you know, leading yourself through this change, using the strategies by putting the space in between the stimulus and response. The other way is, I mean, many of you who are listening lead others. And um, what we know from an emergency management perspective, I just I have a podcast called The High Performance Mindset. And so this week I've been reading and learning and interviewing people on my podcast as well. And uh, this guy named Jacob Green is um, charged with leading over 1,800 people right now through uh, this time period. And he said it's essential for us to over-communicate with the people that we lead that it's important to use words like purpose and mission um, and our why instead of um, crisis or panic or, um, or hysteria, right? These really like extreme words that are going to create more anxiety. Um, and then he also said is we got to check in with the people that we lead, ask them how they're doing, um, care for them. And uh, because, you know, it's a, it's a stressful time right now. And so just showing that you care for them, I think is um, their basic needs are being met. Um, and uh, it's important that they know that you care for them as a leader.
1: Excellent. And I love as simple as that is um, in this time of all the limited um, PPE to really pay attention to the language we're using for with each other. Such a great reminder. And even as physicians are working with patients, I know, a number of them have talked about, you know, um, patients are wanting to know solid answers about vaccines, testing, treatments, and they don't have the answers. So I love that notion of a deep breath or manage our self-talk when we're in those interactions can be really powerful.
0: Yeah. And I think we can level up our language a little bit. You know, just pay attention to the language that we're using, and it can be easy for us to kind of give into this really fear-based language. Um and that does create change, right? <laughs> Sometimes you might need right? to use that people who uh I'm thinking about some of your patients who might not realize like, you know, they might they might not be um doing the things that they need to to uh, stop spreading uh the virus, but in general, most people don't necessarily need the extreme negative language right now because they're already full of it <laughs> themselves in their own
1: self-talk. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so good. I'm so appreciating your perspective to all of this. You've got such fresh ideas. They're very tactical. They're very practical. Let me ask you, as, as we bring this conversation to a close, what are some of your closing thoughts or vibe that you want to put out into the world? Um, great, great question. I think what's
0: really powerful right now is to remember why you do what you do. Um, and to keep that front and center, if it's through the daily grit morning exercise, which I mentioned earlier, as you drive into work, um, we can be doing the same thing and we can see it as either something that we're stressed about or something that we're passionate about. So I think it's important to remind yourself of your passion, remind yourself of your why, cultivate that passion during this time, knowing that you're an essential part of our society, Um, we're relying on you, right, to manage yourself. And so, um, you know, that would be something I would just encourage people to, to think about and remind themselves why you got into this work in the first place.
1: Wonderful. I am so personally touched and impacted by your message today. I love your tools. I love your book. I highly recommend it. I have an audible and I've listened to it when I'm out on walks. I feel very grateful for who you are, the work that you do in the world, and your time here with us this morning. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate all the good work that you're doing, and I can hear your passion. And uh, I think about this, that you turned your mess into your message, right? Like the most difficult thing is, is what powers you. And I think about that for myself. The most difficult thing for me was the ways I got in my own way from a performance standpoint, and being able to use that to positively impact the world and, and staying excited and passionate about what you're doing. And your work is more
1: important than never before. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time today. Be well, and I look forward to crossing paths again someday. Of course. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for having
0: me on today. And I appreciate all the work the physicians are doing as um, they're getting out there and being courageous.